welcome to the LB Film, the film-based panel show where we talk to and judge comedians on their knowledge and taste in film, usually. Mm. But this week we're doing things a little bit different. We're looking at things in closer focus. <laughs> oh, we're getting focused, baby. Uh, it, it's a masterclass. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> but we're spelling master with A-S-S after the M. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's more about mass. We're turning Catholic. It's a yeah. masterclass mm. where we are talking... We're looking back at what the the podcast has been thus far. This is the series finale. This is the big series finale, which yeah. you don't usually get in film. Yes, no, that's true. Um, we're talking like Endgame, Endless. Yes, I loved in Endgame when they looked back over their season. <laughs> <laughs> they did a clip show, right? I've, I, yeah. I actually have not seen Avengers Endgame. We really so. need to address that soon. You need to watch that. Soon. Yeah, if you're if you're being like you are about Magnolia yeah, and you're yes. being like you are. You need to both sort these things out. Yeah, I tried to watch Magnolia last night for this episode, but I didn't want to subject my wife to that. Oh, oh my You would have blessed your me. wife. Well, yeah, we're going to start doing special episodes where we're going to be watching um, sort of blind spots. Yeah. So, yeah, Heidi's going to revisit Magnolia at some point, which is going to be special. And if she doesn't like it, she will be cut from the pod. Yeah. It's a good way to go because that's a blind spot for most people because no one has seen it nor wants to or um, remembers it. I think it came about 186 in the Sight and Sound top 250s. So mm. I'm I'm building up my sass on it, so it's going to be such a character arc when I rewatch re it and oh, love that's it. Nice. That's yeah, nice, yeah. but don't tell, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I also find that season finales of things are often as well. They strip out all the uh, supporting characters and just focus in on a very mm. small number of people. Yeah, and I guess that's what we've done there. Is we've gotten rid of potentially the thing that makes people go, "Oh, I'll give that a go" because yeah, yeah, that yeah. comedian I like. Is on it, yeah, and I will sort of look past the three sort of regulars, yeah, yeah, Most scrap that. And we've gone, do you like any of these three? Because, yeah, yeah, presumably, if you do, you're already test. listening, <laughs> <laughs> so now there's no new audience. It's like if the finale of Breaking Bad had neither Walter White or Jesse, and it was just Vince Gilligan and, <laughs> and, and the uh, other writers, and it was just vibe, <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> But what we're going to do with this episode is talk about what we're looking forward to in the interim. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's going to come back for season two in about September, right? So we have got a bunch of tempo releases that we're all pretty psyched about. And that we're, and then we can release this, like re-release this in 10 years and see how bad, like oh, how yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. got cancelled yeah. or all of the films were yeah, horrific. Yeah. And whoever survives... To dig it up, gets all the Nazi gold. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, let's focus on that. So I have seen Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and I'm worried about something. I will just go to the cinema and watch anything. Mm -hmm. I love going to the cinema. Recently, I've started to just feel like my love of just being in there has started to wane. I don't know if it's the quality of the films, but I'm also someone who went to see Tom Cruise's The Mummy and sort of thought, yeah, that was fun. And now I can't even watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny without about 40 minutes in going, I could just leave. That I happened to me um, when I saw The Dark Knight Rises and my love of cinema started to Bruce Wayne. Oh, oh. I didn't like that at all because I like The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long long walk for nothing. <laughs> That's a good film title. <laughs> long walk for nothing. It's mine, don't steal it. <laughs> But um, I had the same with Fast X. I think Fast. I think that's gone well, well off a cliff, literally at the end. 
Uh, I had yeah. it with the spi- new Spider-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. And right. I think there's a common thread here and it's not cinema, it's sequels. Yes, mm. that might be it. There's so much fan service in them that I'm just like, just stop doing this. It's boring. Yes, yeah. there's no shock of the newt. Yeah. That's, you're not going to get that. I mean, I, w- I actually don't like Indiana Jones that much. No. I, I didn't grow up with it. And I'm like, it's, it's fine. I, I just don't get it. I just, I don't. I think the Last Crusade is probably the best one. Yeah. I think that's actually got like a clear character development and insight. The rest of it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even bother with Crystal Skull or whatever. You should watch that one. Should I? Just because of how how absurd it is. But also, Dine of Destiny has a third act that is uh, outdoes Crystal Skull in terms of absurdity, where you're watching it just like, there's no way this is happening. This can't be happening. Does You've got to go back in time, right? Surely, like, yeah. Dial of Destiny sounds like the title of a Crash Bandicoot game. I hate that title. It doesn't work. No, I, I will. I, I, well, how do you feel oh, about me revealing I, this? Too close for spoilers. Yeah. yeah. I just want to know: Does Harrison Ford do like uh, stunts, like or like his stunt double? Do, like, does Indiana Jones have flexibility? Isn't the de-aging is quite good. Oh, they de-age him. So they do an opening sequence set in 1944 where he's stealing the the half of the Dial of Destiny from the Nazis and they de-age him. It's pretty good. Wait, and then is the rest of the film, is he in his 70s? Yeah, and he's running around and they they don't suffer what the Flash suffered, which is Keaton's Batman doing like, you know, fight moves that that he didn't do in the 80s and now he's doing like, he's jumping around like he's... I don't know, like he's 20 years old. Nor does it have a central star who is <laughs> genuinely a psychopath. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, helps. Yeah. That well, that's it. Helps. The Flash as well. Oh, I tell you, yeah, Okay, this is a fun thing for The Flash. We are... Uh, what, what is this part of the episode? Because at the moment it's become me just telling stories of going to the cinema. <laughs> 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 that's what people requested. <laughs> so The Flash started... And I want to... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I hate that now my brain is just like, I need to just finish these things. That's why I had to finish wa- watching The Walking Dead. And then as a special treat, the uh, the Walking Dead finished and they announced three spin-offs. <laughs> and I was like, why are you doing this to me? I can't get out of this loop. Uh, the, the Flash, I was like, right, I want to see it, partly because of Keaton, partly want to see what the uh, you know what they do with it. And let's just close out this chapter. Scene, uh, film starts, Kieran Hodgson's in it. <gasps> playing a barista. Great actor, very funny flash. person, lovely, lovely guy. Yeah. Doing a scene. And I'm like, oh, great, Kieran Hodgson's there. And then... He was doing his lines, and I was like, huh, these lines feel familiar. And then I remembered that I auditioned for it as well, but it wasn't tagged as, like, The Flash. It was untitled Warner Brothers project. And you didn't know what you were... You didn't, didn't know what it was. Out. Was there a guy racing around, around, <laughs> around, around you? Well, they changed <laughs> a lot of the scenes, so there was no... But it was, like, on the news was, like, a, a heist or something was happening, and I was commenting on it. Yeah. But uh, it was very obvious. It wasn't the flash that you were interacting with yeah like yeah that. but what a, what an opening to a film how d- how did you feel kieran's great so yeah. he was yeah um i felt good in that i was in the ballpark but he's better than me so you nudged the stranger next to you and said i actually read for that role <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> i had that i've aud- not auditioned for many things but i had it recently with like a quite big tv show where women. the thing i'd auditioned for came up and I was like, I thought that was meant to be Australian and oh. the accent was no longer Australian. I was like, did I send in the wrong accent or did they see my audition and go, Ugh, <laughs> 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 I cannot be Australian. <laughs> Make sure they're not Australian. 
I feel really good. Every time I've seen something I've read for and saw the person who's actually cast, I'm like, oh, that's what you should do. Hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah, I was not doing that correct. Yeah. Because I was playing very, very <laughs> sultry. Very, yeah. very erotic. With Kieran, I went, right, uh, good. I wasn't too far away. But yeah, I was playing it too erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Conti, I lick my lips. Conti to self tapes. I blow kisses at the director. I go coochie coo. I am. Yeah, yeah. I riff. I do erotic with a strong Australian accent, which <laughs> yeah. I think we can agree very erotic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the most erotic. Yeah, I yeah. go, you got a, a boner yet? Flash? <laughs> 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 I auditioned for it as well. I ah, yeah. and bar baristas always say that to me. They yeah. ask, like, what's your name for the cup yeah. and do you have a boner yet? Yeah. Whereas barristers say it to me because it's part of the defence. <laughs> And did you have a boner at this point? <laughs> <laughs> and do you want a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> what is your job? <laughs> I've not seen The Flash, and I don't think I'm going to. That's no. But I think I'm going to start, over the course of the of the pod, season two, I'm going to start filling in some comic book blind spots. Maybe over the course of the next series, I'll watch all of the Avengers. Do it! I've not seen any of them. Text yeah, me do that. I'll text you throughout, which will be Nick breaking Ellery. my no phones rule. Yeah, Nick Ellery did that when he uh, he texted me throughout, and then I started to not reply because I was like, I've seen these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think yeah, get up to end game and then maybe do Far From Home. Is it? Mm. Is I like want to do Spider Man. It's a little coda stop. and then mm. stop. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. that's it. That's oh no, and, and no my way coda home. will be coda. I guess No Way Home as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. No Way Home, isn't it? Oh no, you didn't like it. No, I did. I yeah. like all the Spider Mans. What's the one that you didn't sit through? Which Spider Man? Oh, um, it's not that I didn't sit through it. It's that the Guardians of the Galaxy three and then the newest Spider Verse. Spider -verse. I just got to the two hour point and went, I could go home. Really? It was just a bit too long. Yeah, so and do the Tom Holland, all of the Tom Holland Spider-Man, and then, then you're done for that, and then just that's your natural end to Marvel. Life. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, then I'll commit Harakiri. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. End. Yeah. yeah. And then they bring out another one right after you die, Ugh. and it's so sad. <laughs> I love and the new Spider-Verse. Yeah, it's it's really good. Amazing. I just was, and Guardians of the Galaxy you as well, but I was just wife. like, I was missing my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all through the film. <laughs> Baby, well, <laughs> <laughs> and she's next to you going. I read for this part. She's just trying to <laughs> emote with my you. That would be so. Funny. You're watching a film and like you see someone next to you crying like loads. You're like, oh, is it? You're really moved by the film. Like, no, I miss my wife. <laughs> I did. I tell you, I had that in Edinburgh in my show what? where I had. Often in most shows, I would have someone crying. Not at how bad it yeah. was, but because I was stressing out because I had bits about us having IVF, and yeah. I would see women crying in the audience. I go, "Oh no, have I like triggered them?" But there's nothing like particularly sad here. And then one lady cried so much in the show that it, it really put me off. So that was annoying. And then, <laughs> no, it was fine. <laughs> but at the end, I felt like I had to say something when she came through. The door. I said, "I'm so sorry." I don't mean to say this, but I saw you're crying. I hope you're okay. And she went, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, and you're crying like throughout the show." And she like went, "No, I was fine." And she walked away. And then she came back and went, "I've just remembered why I was crying. Just don't worry. I, I was crying because your stories about your <laughs> wife or like what you've been doing reminded me how much I love my boyfriend and how nice he is. So it was making me cry. And I was like." You cried because of how great your life is, and then you <laughs> ruined my show. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I just check IVF? You were talking about that a lot in your show. That stands for 
intensely vigorous fornication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. it made her cry when she thought about how great her husband was. <laughs> <laughs> My husband roots me intensely. <laughs> Thank you for using roots. Frang her on and off. <laughs> depending Are we on doing the mood. actual callbacks throughout the season? <laughs> 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 Root is part of my vernacular now. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. in, it's in. Yeah. Vernacular is what I call my vagina. She's got a chat of all the lingo. <laughs> I vernacular franger, <laughs> 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 which is uh, which is in Latin. Um, but the, the big release that's coming out soon, the the hot uh, sort of debate that's happening right now is Barbie v Oppenheimer. Mm. Which I can't believe that's want? the film. <laughs> but is it like Alien v Predator? Whoever wins, Mattel wins. One of wins them has or, a yeah. nuclear bomb. <laughs> the other. The other one stars Killian Murphy. Uh, good. And which oh. team? Because I am staunchly team Oppenheimer. I haven't had any emotion on Oppenheimer. It's Nolan, right? Yeah. Mm. I do like Nolan. So, although I didn't see Tenet. Because mm. everyone said it was not worth it. Oh, you have to see Tenet just to see how bad a film can be. The, yeah, that's It's one of the worst experiences. I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. I, I love time travel, so I should yeah, watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. I it's think. a film I think that you'll gives enjoy you it. nothing. I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> gives you nothing. Hi, dear, like. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with um, um, Tenet, like, the whole time, for the first hour, they're like, uh, Elizabeth Debicki is in some fucking conflict with her gangster husband. Her gangster hus husband is a Russian gangster. And she's like, he's so dangerous. He's the most dangerous man. He'll kill me if he finds out I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm doing in this Are film. Are you Who giving cares? spoilers? No, no. I, okay. But like the person, this is the spoiler, but the person, because at this point it's just casting. And the okay. person, that the, the, the Russian gangster is played by is Kenneth Branagh. Oh, strong choice. Who I think is massively overrated anyway. Wow. And he comes on with the broadest borderline racist Russian accent, terrible. Ter it's like being threatened by a butler. It's all, and I don't know if you've ever I've been threatened that. by a that butler. I've had that, that throws you like, because you're expecting them to be subservient yeah. and then like, they threaten you. Well, so what an expression of privilege there. <laughs> 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 this is me relating to the audience. You know, you know when a butler gets ideas of his station, you're like, dude, get me some fresh fucking You're town. like a Russian gangster. <laughs> <laughs> you complain to Papa that the butler's been aggressive? <laughs> 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 Papa, sort this person out for me. I get the butler to bring me my bell so I can <laughs> ring it to complain about him, summon the other butlers, and they all form a butler circle around him and then proceed to beat him with <laughs> with towels in, <laughs> with, with soap and towels. Yeah. Then he'll form a jacket. Hmm. This is relatable content, guys. No, I probably would. Uh, yeah, I guess the accent is a bit of a... I just go, yeah, that is weird to hire him when you could just hire a Russian actor. Just get Maz Mikkelsen. Or, yeah, just generic European. Get broad, um, sinister European. Yeah. Anyone. Maybe that's more offensive. That's like Uncanny Valley, where it's like almost, but not quite. It's better to go full Branner. Which is what I That's when I get a ring of butlers around me. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited about the, the Barbie film. Purely because I love an IP film. Mm. All I want in life now, sequels are done. Just give me IP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this I genuinely hate the IP trend that we're moving into. I think it's worse than comic book films. I think I truly oh, yeah, think yeah. this is gonna fuck up everything. They've and been doing a while though. No, but it's not the fact that it's just IP films. That's fine. Like, do your IP film, whatever. It's the Thank fact you. that they're using um, really interesting filmmakers to yeah. tell these stories. So there's no. Then there's just nothing for anyone. It's just all mainstream and sort of auto cinema is getting 
merged into like just some fucking messy brown uh, paint mush. You know, like you mix them all your paints together, you just get like. So you're saying that this podcast is anti-brown? Yes, (laughs) that's what I've been saying for years. (laughs) Is um, isn't she now also Greta's gonna do some big Narnia? She's doing so Greta Gerwig, who I think is one of the most interesting voices working in cinema today, is now doing fucking two Narnia films. Um, who's another one? Uh, Sarah Polly just won an Oscar for Women Talking and is now doing the live Bambi film. I'm sorry, women can win an Oscar for talking. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What, uh, what was your action? I was too busy. Gerwig's doing Narnia. Yeah, Gerwig's doing yes. Narnia. Uh, as Narnia Anne's going to be some sort of New York hipster. <laughs> mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a mumbling ass. Because <laughs> he's a metaphor for Jesus. Famous uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's why he was <laughs> killed. Yeah. His poor enunciation. Forgive them, Father, because I don't know what they're like. What? Forgive them, Father. Yeah, his sermon on the mound was poorly delivered. <laughs> yeah. Blessed are the men. Because <laughs> um, he actually said, Blessed are the freaks. <laughs> <laughs> like, those nasty people, like, go to clubs and, like, yeah, from yeah. the Upper West Side. <laughs> I don't know where New York is. And, like, who's another one? Um, Daniel Kalu has just announced that he's doing a Barney film. But Whoa. their Barney film is influenced by A24 films and Charlie Kaufman. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you know Charlie Kaufman exists? Yeah. You know you can just greenlight a Charlie Kaufman film. You could, but to, to tell a Charlie Kaufman-style story, it has to be through the lens of Barney now. J.J. Abrams is doing Hot Wheels, and he said his Hot Wheels v- film is going to be gritty and grounded. Oh, it's I do hate bullshit. that. Bullshit. This yeah. is the worst... This is the worst thing to happen for cinema since like Rob Schneider got an agent. It's fucking awful. All IP films, I I think, are going to sink movies forever. Yeah, they are a very bad thing. And I know I sound very old man yells at Cloud. Yeah, it was a twist. Um, (laughs) So I I hope that Barney sinks because it will make Greta Gerwig a better filmmaker. Do you think they'll do Barbie versus Barney? Ooh, I think there'll be like a love thing though. Oh, and then they'll be like, yeah, yeah. their gross love child. Barbie rooting a purple dinosaur. <laughs> I feel so seen with all this rooting. <laughs> <laughs> Here at There Will Be Film, we're very excited about starting a new uh, series, but we want to introduce new ideas to it. So this is our time to play a new game that might make it into the series, might not make it into the series. Yeah? It's Heidi, a taster. What have you got, Heidi? So here's my idea. <clears throat> it might not work. But I feel like I get all my uh, therapy from film. Yes, healthy. And also I'm filled with rage. Yes. um, But I push it all down. Like Sandra Bullock's character in Crash. I'm... Angry all the time, and, and I don't was know she racist why. In that? Yeah, yeah, she was a racist. Yeah, so, okay. It's a one-for-one one like comparison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so much like <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> oh, I'm hating this intro. Have you seen the Finding Nemo uh, recut of the Crash trailer where they use footage from Finding Nemo? <laughs> no. It's just such. It's it's just basically the audio of the Crash trailer, but footage from Finding Nemo, and the I'm angry all the time. I think is the starfish on the on the wall of the <laughs> tank. I'm angry all the time, <gasps> and that, I don't know why. That is one of those weird lines that is in my head. Yeah, ever constantly playing on a loop. Yeah, certain trailer lines just a stick inside of your brain. Yeah. Another line that is always so I'm d- divergent. No, I think constantly. I don't know why. Is the line from Donnie Darko where he walks past Patrick Swayze's house and Frank says, now you know where he lives. Mm-hmm. Always, anytime I see someone go like into a shop or where they live, I'm like, now you know where they live. Or uh, Joey Pants in Matrix, because Kansas, 
Oh. Going bye bye. Oh my god. That's the music. Um the f- the line from a trailer of a film I never saw that is stuck in my head since I was a child is you know when you'd get VHS rentals and they always had the same trailers on them. Yeah, yeah. There was one that was on. Uh if anyone has also seen this, please confirm it's not a made up memory. It was a film called Willy Millie <laughs> and it was about a girl. Uh, I think it was like a early 90s film and she says like, oh, I w- it's so hard being a girl. I wish I was a boy. And then she wakes up in the morning and she suddenly has a penis. And the line that stuck in my head from the trailer was her shouting at her friend, this is a boy's thing, Stephanie. <laughs> and that stuck in my head <laughs> for the rest of my life. And I never chose to see the film because it looked a bit, you know, on the nose. <laughs> and I don't think it would stand up to... She put it where? <laughs> 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 that took me so long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can cut that. Willy Millie. Willy Millie. I think. I don't think it did like well at the box office. It's like the Shazam, <laughs> Kazam sort of like. Oh no, I've imagined. You've Mandela, Mandela affected effect. yourself. Similar. Varies, yeah. The long Willy to freedom. So shall I tell you my my <laughs> idea? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. So um, I thought we could use uh, film as therapy. So. Each time we play this game, something that has annoyed us, particularly a human in life, Mm -hmm. and then we try to use empathy, maybe. And so basically, I'll tell you about someone that annoyed me, and then we're going to come up with a film plot around them where either we look at life from their point of view and why they might have done the things we do, or we really stick it to them and go to town on them. I think I know which one we're going to go. All right, what's annoyed you? So uh, many things, but let's go for I was looking at uh, TikTok Mm. and someone had filmed what looked like a very nice older gentleman uh, past his 40s, Stu. Oh, no, I can't do a callback. It's a different episode. (laughs) Someone had filmed a nice older man dancing alone at a concert and he's trying to do salsa and he's not like the best dancer but he's not the worst dancer and it's gone viral and like the band has said like oh someone find out who he is and we'll give him tickets to our next show and most people are all the comments are either people saying hey leave him alone he's trying to have a nice time or they're saying what a great guy and that but there's like an air of like some people were laughing at it and all Mm -hmm. that and my whole problem is not the people commenting it's the people that film someone unaware and do it for some viral cloud there was another one that was filming a guy who was texting his partner or someone from a taylor swift concert with very big writing on his phone saying this woman's amazing or something we and they were like what a sweet text i was like did you ask him before you put his text message so I think we could do a film looking at the consequences of filming someone unbeknownst or why you would do it. I consequences. Oh, so you feel like these people should be punished? Yeah, I right. think they should. <laughs> there is something so stressful about it and seeing how often it happens of just like someone like posting a photo of like someone on the tube and yeah. it's just like, fucking hell, look at this mad book they're reading or yeah. something like that. And you're just like, oh, what the f- how Even many times has it been done nicely. for me and all of those books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <There was laughs> I'm constantly holding up like <laughs> crime and punishment. Like, uh, uh. There was another one that was like a lady on the plane and then she didn't mean to do this one, but behind her was a guy asleep with his like mouth wide open. Everyone's saying, I'm that guy. And I immediately just thought, what if I'm that person behind them? Like, 
picking my nose yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Mm. And then when kissing Google records, <laughs> kissing my wife, then picking my nose. <laughs> 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 I don't know which I love best. <laughs> <laughs> and they captured all of that in a photo. Yeah, well, why was I shouting at? <laughs> and I looked dead in the lens of the camera and I go, I can't decide. And then they post it. Yeah, why would you post that? This real. <laughs> But yeah, and one day they're going to have Google image recognition. Good luck to anyone dating anyone because you're going to get a swipe on Tinder. You're going to put their face in and then first it's going to come up is me dancing salsa. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's it's really bad. And like there's it's, that sort of urge to immediately observe something and post about it and put too many details in. Mm. Yeah. And like as someone who's done like threads about things that have happened, yeah. I always am just like, look, you have to obscure everything about like where how it's it's so that no one can trace where and what it is. Yeah. Because it is just unfair, mm. basically. I mean, my biggest fear is like, you know when you see those sort of viral clips of someone does a morality test. Oh my like uh, someone drops a wallet or yeah, yeah. someone does a hate crime in public and sees who intervenes. Yep. Yeah. My biggest fear is that I am in that and I fail it. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I'm busy, bitch. I got somewhere to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like I got hate crimes to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like join in. <laughs> Come on, butlers, let's form a ring. <laughs> Man and nine butlers <laughs> commit hate crime. I'd watch that. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the thumbnail is, I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah no definitely i'm terrified of that and i used to watch those obsessively because mm. i had such a fear of it but like just, just how to many... see if you were in them yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i watch porn <laughs> is that man me Did I do a porn? <laughs> Where every pov thing just hoping for a reverse shot <laughs> hoping that they look in the mirror and it's you <laughs> When I went around that pizza delivery and had sex with that woman, <laughs> was she filming me for porn? <laughs> sending, sending like the clips, like your your pen pal. That's me actually. <laughs> <laughs> your refugee pen pal. Because <laughs> he said I'm in porn. Yeah, this is me back in England, man. <laughs> I'm getting it done. <laughs> Please send money. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um. Can you exercise the demons for me? Or can we figure out either... Mm. I don't know who's going to be the protagonist. Is mm. it going to be... Do we follow the man that was dancing and see what effect that has on his life to a horrific degree? Mm. I'd or like to sort of see uh, the dynamic between the man behind the camera and the man in front of the camera. Because I think you're projecting that they're strangers. But what... First thing that comes to my mind in that scenario is that that old man actually has Benjamin Button disease and is a little baby. So oh. it's just like him filming little baby dancing. Oh. So you see like he's taking abuse, but like it's just... It's his kid who yeah, has Benjamin Button. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's n nice. Now I feel fine about it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but. but he may have exposed the little boy on social media what? and then the government <laughs> will want to get involved. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That was the main yeah, theory yeah. in like um, Benjamin Button. Like... If people find out about you, you'll be criticized and condemned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for aging backwards. Yeah. yeah. People yeah, hate yeah. that. <laughs> they don't so, like it. So the core emotion I was feeling was like... Lust. <laughs> lust for, <laughs> for Benjamin Benji. And like fear of being ridiculed and anger that your people are forcing you onto this huge pl public platform. Mm. So you're saying the film will address that by saying, don't worry, that man <laughs> was aging backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... 
it wasn't exploiting an unaware old okay. man. It was un- exploiting an unaware little kid, which people generally seem fine with to do with their children on social yeah, media. Yeah, that's true. Or may- maybe hmm. we go into that and say, what you thought was mocking an old man is actually exploiting a little child. And that's also, like, one day that child's going to grow up into a young man. <laughs> <laughs> Can I offer an alternative? And it's a, um, a dark uh, thriller. Mm-hmm about someone who's out there um, murdering people who are revealing <gasps> information about random members without getting their permission. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, like that person a few days later is killed off. And it's sort of like in the vein of like uh, Seven or, you know, like Phone Booth, yep. where like mm. the killer has supposedly got like a moral crusade, but actually it's they're in the wrong yeah mm. but it's also like oh actually that person did a weird twitter thread about a sort of boring date but they made out like the person they were on a date with was an awful person which i also hate yes yeah. and then they get killed but then everyone's like oh that was a bit much yeah 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 <laughs> in the well, same way that the thread was a bit much and i'm guessing stop me if i'm uh you know taking it too far but i'm guessing that the person doing the killing they're doing it because they had a loved one who <gasps> was like in the witness protection scheme or something, and then someone posted the and photo exposed of them in a TikTok. And yeah. Them yeah, yeah. In TikTok, or maybe they just went on a date where they were mocked. <laughs> 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 now they kill everyone. Where their biggest crime was just being a bit boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was a next step murderous rampage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the question of the film is, who's in the right? Yeah, no, yeah. It's a very grey area. You can murder. <laughs> and it's called, it's something to do with an anti-hero, which I think is a Taylor Swift thing. So that relates back to that person. <gasps> the man mm. at the Taylor Swift. Yeah. So we see the film means also in terms of um, getting a good audience. Yes. It's all about the money. In yeah, the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. For you. Uh, people love watching those viral clips. So you're getting the audiences getting to feel that, but then they're also getting to feel the revenge thing of getting yes. the person that did it. They're having their cake, they're eating it, they're posting a photo of someone looking like a pig whilst they're <laughs> eating the cake. <laughs> pig scoffs down cake on train. <laughs> One million retweets. <laughs> but, also that, that, that but also they were murdered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the conflict you could find later in that kind of story is like, people will become afraid to take photos because That's the dream yes yeah. but also the only way what if you see someone doing it but you can't take a photo of the person oh my committing god the because you're afraid they'll come after you so there's like stalemate in society it's so what's really right good. is phone a phone's good because you can help prevent crimes but you're no, also but punished for them but it's teaching you to it's like uh, ends with a really corny like put your phones down guys because it's yeah. teaching you to go up to that person and say don't film that or you'll get murdered by that guy, remember? Mm. And they're like, oh, I forgot. I was going to film this person, um, you know, doing a moral mm. dilemma. I mean, it kind of sounds like a film and also the longest please turn your phones off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there should be a three hour please turn your phones off campaign <laughs> before the film begins. This is where films are going to evolve to after IP. When they run out of IP, they're just going to start making films based on the messages in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Greta Gerwig directs four hour let's go to the lobby and buy some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like maybe they do a film about the please don't talk during the film. But mm. again, it's like a three hour mm. film that is like a very moralistic one about why you shouldn't talk during the film. Yeah, Sarah Polly will do that and it's called Women Shouldn't Be Talking During the Film. Ah yeah. Brackets but men, men are too. allowed to <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but men please proceed. <laughs> We want to hear what other films that guy was in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, have you sat next to my dad at every film? <laughs> <laughs>
I, so I feel like because it's in the grand tradition of like horror films being also morality sort of yeah. tales and things like that. Like that Saw was Saw one of those. Saw was like, yeah, it was like you're you're living your life bad. You need to turn it around. Yeah. Mm. Or like the slashers that were about like don't don't fuck. Don't yes, fuck. Yes, that is also the message. Angle's fine, though. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was yeah, the message. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh. I think we saw, I rewatched fr- um, Friday the 13th recently, and they did yeah. say specifically that Angle's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, sorry, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> that we should get a slasher director in, someone, uh, you know, like a John Carpenter or... Um, Greta Gerwig. A Wes Craven or a Greta Gerwig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the territory we should be in. I think John Carpenter's perfect because yeah. he, he sounds like a film that's like a um, sister film to They Live. Yes, yes, like yeah. yeah, yeah. And do and we have a fifteen-minute wrestling scene in this as well? Yeah, and it could be called They're Live because they're being streamed live. Oh my, my god. god! And it's a god. pun on his earlier film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> brackets and it's a pun on. I know that's a tagline. <laughs> it's a pun on his earlier film. <laughs> <laughs> or, or that subtitle will keep coming up. Like, you know, when you're watching a screener and it says yeah. property of Studio Canal for like 15 <laughs> minutes, it just says the theme every now and again. Oh, this it just keeps saying, Have you got the joke of the time? <laughs> 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 just checking. And then it like starts to like nervously mention other films he's been in. <laughs> and if you're watching on Netflix, the film will pause and you have to press like, Yes. And then we'll get Karen playing. Whereas if you go see it at the cinema, we have the ushers come and nudge you and go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, just checking that you did get the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of the live cinema experience. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. recreate at home. Like they're shining a light in your eyes. <laughs> like they see your pupils dilate. Like, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Is that them testing if you've lied? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got th- I got the pun. He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> there are pre-cogs out back. <laughs> no one's going to go down. Drown him in the popcorn. I get the pun. I get the pun. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's really addressed um, the anger I was feeling. Great. Yeah, you feel healed. So we green yeah. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah green, green light. light. Yeah, right. that was really good. I um, but I do think yeah, I think that could work as like an agony aunt. Hundred mm. percent. So that's just a little taste of what you're gonna get from season two, and we're gonna be doing um, hopefully more live shows. So we're gonna s- plug dates on those when we have them, and um, I think once again that's just the end of the show and we're just going to plug all of our shows because we're going to be going to Edinburgh Fringe throughout August so please come see all of our shows which are playing at rival times mm. those we shows oh yeah sorry Heidi what's your show my show is called Heidi Regan finding an inner peace that all your friends will envy and it has a lot about um, over analysis of film my features very little film content it's called present tense it's at 4.20 every day at the Gilded Balloon, 4.20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That queue is going to be baked. Uh, so we're going to be giving out snacks. Yeah. We're going to be yeah, coming yeah. down. It's going to be pretty groovy, yeah. man. <laughs> come off the hour. Come off the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 4.45. Stuart Laws. Yeah, is that guy f- still going? <laughs> That's the name of the show. Date again because I was trying to do a four. four okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let that. <laughs> and I'm on at four forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the proper hour for when people do crack. So it's gonna be a very <laughs> different vibe, you know. Uh, Stuart Laws is that guy still going? Is the name of the show. The original image for it was like Goodfellas, but with my head on all of their bodies. But then uh, I I recreated that with a photo shoot, and then it just looked like I was doing a character show. 
Uh, but I was playing loads of different yeah, characters, yeah. so we just got down to one image. Yeah. yeah. Does your show have um, a subtitle that explains the, p- the pun of the title <laughs> and people nudging people throughout? Uh, no, that the explanation of where the show title comes about 52 minutes in. Ooh. Yeah. Set your watches, people. Set your watches. It's bleak. All these alarms. <laughs> 52 minutes. <laughs> All these alarms. I'm getting to it. <laughs> when you're, you're most vulnerable, <laughs> just everyone's phone's going off. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode and season one of There Will Be Film. Now, if you're worried slash petrified that there's going to be a There Will Be Film shaped void in your life going forward, and I pray that you are, then worry no more because we're still going to be dropping episodes over the next few weeks while me, Heidi and Stu are in Edinburgh. We're going to be back with the main panel show in September, but we're still going to be dropping episodes every week where Nathan, Stu, Heidi and maybe a special guest will be dropping the hottest of hot takes on the most recent releases. So we'll be back next Tuesday for some spicy takes on Wes Anderson's Asteroid City.